Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Barely now, the rain is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I can see all the obstacles in my way. Okay, you did it, girl. You did it. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright and sunshiny day. Hello, After Buzzers. Welcome to another Revenge After Show. So we have a round of applause for Christina Kaplan. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. That was very, very impressive. You really stay committed. You stay committed. You know, if I could choose one profession to do um, out of every option in the world, it would be to be a singer, but I just don't have that gift, so... I think you just proved you did. I think Thank so you. So I appreciate that. If they're so impressed that they want to follow you everywhere, where can they find you? Christina Kaplan. You guys can find me everywhere at Tina Cap. And your trusty sidekick right now on a couple. Hey, you can follow me at Copple from Air, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com. And make sure you go to iTunes, SoundCloud, give us a thumbs up, five star. Everything you can do really helps. And leave all your comments. Tonight we are discussing Season 4, Episode 18, Clarity, which is how we picked... I can see clearly now the song. Yes. There's, there's a thought process. There's method to the madness here. Mm-hmm. In case you were a little confused at first, now you understand. I don't think they're confused. I think they're probably listening to you on repeat. It was quite brilliant. I hope so. I, I would say it's almost... If there's any, you know, record execs out there, just give me a holler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After we talked about your song, I want to know what you guys think about the actual episode that we saw tonight. How did we feel? It's the first time we're back together as a team, and it's ladies' night here on our revenge panel. Yeah, no Phil. <laughs> it's the way we like it. We kicked him to the just curb. Just kidding, just kidding. We love Phil. What did you guys think, though, of tonight's episode? Overall? I mean, a lot happened. <laughs> that is true. A lot did happen. That's, that's how revenge tends to go. They made sure we remembered the name of the show by 
mentioning it. I just I'm I'm bad. I've, it's been a while since I've been here. Sorry, sorry, y'all. Um, I have I have an injury. I would show you, but it would be weird. It would take probably about ten minutes uh, to get your be, leg yeah, up. A little and, flexibility. Yeah. A little flexi- <laughs> I, I'm just afraid I would like flash my whole crotch tiroxy if I did. <laughs> would I, that be more or less embarrassing than the singing that took place tonight? <gasps> So mean. I was kidding. So mean. I was kidding. You were fabulous. You were fabulous. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I broke my foot. Just to be clear, I didn't like break my some. Anyway, Um, but I just, but I just, I just feel like I just need to be honest. Um, Now that David Clark is alive and everybody knows that Emily Thorne is Amanda Clark, (gasps) where are we going from here? It's a really good question. This could have been a series finale, right? The tonight? Uh, no, I feel like that would have left a huge cliffhanger because then it was like, well, what is going to happen? Like you said, where are they going with it? You know, this episode to me, I felt like was kind of blah for the most part until that the end. I had I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see her going. I, I wasn't expecting her to out herself. Um but, I mean, everything else that kind of happened, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, it was just kind of like, all right. I completely get what you're saying, and also going to what you were saying, Anna, that this could be a series finale. I'm not sure about that, but picking to out herself as Amanda Clark at, on this particular episode, we were not at a mid-season finale. We were not at a series finale. We were not at a season finale. We were not even at a premiere or a comeback from the hiatus. We have an was, Easter weekend off, and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. We have a week off. So it was a little confusing because we have essentially been waiting for four years for this massive moment. And I feel like because of all these other storylines going on, it kind of got brushed under the rug a little bit. Like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Nolan, my best friend, I'm not going to go tell anybody, not my dad, what I'm doing, and I'm just going to take over this really big moment for the hospital and make it a, about me a little bit. Do you know what, though? I, I You saying that make, made me realize something, that she didn't tell anybody else except for Jack, and it really draws a circle around the two of them, doesn't it? It really, like, shows their intense bond that... We're solidifying their romantic relationship, you think? Well, some sort of relationship that she feels closer to him, some sort of kinship to him. I mean, did she tell her father even? He seems surprised when he was watching the TV. Right. He seems, like, surprised but happy. Like, he, like, knew it would happen eventually, maybe, and he was, like, almost proud of her for coming out in that way and clearing Daniel's name at the same time. But I'm wondering what's going to happen now with Ben because we obviously saw the whole Who cares? part. Okay, Anna, no, <laughs> don't even start with me there. 
She yeah, she the, hates the Ben. ben I love Ben. So, but you know when when Emily was punching the heavy bag, and you know he was begging her to come to his little party or whatever, and she didn't make any mention of coming to his party or going or you know what I mean. She made it seem like to him that she was just going to stay home, and then he sees her on TV doing this with Jack. Right. I mean, I feel like it might be a real like kind of. Deal yeah. breaker for them. We'll absolutely discuss more about what's going on with Ben, but sticking right now with the Emily situation and that she did decide <laughs> to tell Jack, I, I think that's a really good point that you made. This It, it drew a line in the sand. It, you know, these two people knew what was going on, and nobody else did. And if you look at this show's history, Emily is notorious for leaving Jack out of things and him being the one person she doesn't tell. So now that he's at a place where she feels like she can trust him, I mean, she didn't explicitly go to him and say, listen, this is how I'm using this. I'm coming out, and I am saying I'm Amanda Clark. But he was the only one who knew she was going to make some sort of an announcement here or or um, at least try to clear Daniel's name in some way. So that I just think it shows growth in their relationship. But I also feel like this was a different situation because obviously they've been friends since they were kids. And so it was almost like coming full circle, like, okay, now we're coming back to how we were when we were kids. I finally can be my true self. You know what I mean? So that was her mm-hmm. closest person aside from her father that she could have there as support that would help her, you know, after announcing all of that. Well, let's take a step back for a second, because I want to get your guys' opinion on the fact that she did go to Jack and ask for his help here. She says, listen, I need you to go back and say that you gave a fake statement and you need to change your your testimony on what happened. And he actually considers doing it for a second. Number one, do you think it's wrong that she even asked him? And number two, were you surprised that he considered it? Um... I feel like at this point there's really no... You can't really argue whether it was wrong for her to ask him because she's asked him to do, and other people in her life, to do so many things that normal people would probably consider as, you know, wrong or really outrageous or something like that. So this isn't even on the spectrum, you mean? I mean, yeah, it's just another thing that she's come to him with. But surprised that he almost did it? No, not at all. Because we all know that he still is in love with her. There's, you know, whether or not he wants to admit it, deep down, he shares a special, more special connection with her and ultimately would do anything to help her. Absolutely. So. But I think even, even if you weren't in love with her, I, I think Jack's just a good guy. So I feel like if Nolan asked him to do something, he would consider it. But this is really serious. He was a cop. And now he is no longer a cop, and he actually murdered somebody here. There's a lot at stake. She says, listen, I can keep you safe. You have to trust me. Well, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know if she will be able to or not. There's so much on the line for him. And for him to even consider this, I feel like, you're right. I do think if Nolan had asked him, but that's because they're very, very close. So I don't know if it means that he necessarily is in love with her, but I do think it means that he still has so much love for her. In, in some capacity. Yeah. Right. So I wasn't surprised either by this, but who is kind of surprised was Stevie. And I thought this was a little strange because Stevie swoops in randomly and she kind of comes from nowhere when Emily calls. And all of a sudden, I, it was kind of a laugh out loud moment for me. Emily's asking Jack on the doorstep. Stevie's inside and she comes out with like a, no, you didn't kind yeah. of attitude. I know. She did. I, and, uh, 
Mm. She bothers you a little? She totally bothers me. Like, you have not been there for Jack's whole life, and suddenly you're going to be Mama Bear and protecting him. Right. You know? I I agree with that. Get out of here. And she says, you have two alcoholic parents. Don't let Emily be your glass of scotch. And I wanted to say... You know, I I get what you're saying, but what does that even mean? Like, you haven't been here to see everything. Yeah, no, and, right, no, I I completely understand that a person can absolutely be your drug of choice, and and so I understand what she means, but... Right. But, right, like, get out of here. You have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know your son. You don't know their relationship. You have no right to come in when he's a grown-ass man and and start parenting today. Like, just get... It really disturbed me. and then she takes it a step further and it goes to David. Right. What? Yeah. And starts starts giving David stuff for being for objecting to his parenting style. I was surprised he didn't punch her at that point. Yeah, when well, when they showed the box cutter, I thought, "Oh god, what's going to happen?" Like, what? But I I like what he said um the second time she came to him when she went to his house and, you know, checked on his hand or whatever and he was like, "You know, our kids are not kids anymore. We can't tell him what to do which is true i mean jack's like you said a grown-ass man he can do what he wants to same goes for emily and just because i mean your parents are going to always say well i think you should do this but that doesn't mean you're going to listen to them now that you are an adult you know you're your own person you make your own decisions so i thought that she was a little out of line for that Mm-hmm. And I agree with you guys. I mean, I don't know, Roxy, if she annoys you, but I agree with you, Anna. She annoys me. I just, I, I, I didn't have a problem with her character before, but now I just, and her styling, I felt like she looked so bad this whole episode. Yeah. Like the makeup, the outfits, oh, so it was just like. raccoon eyes. Yeah, get out. And she's beautiful, so why would they do that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't her fault. Let's not fault her for that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but I, I felt like David cut himself on purpose just to end that conversation. I really, I really thought that's what happened. Maybe he was so annoyed with it. He was like, oops, I'm bleeding. Now you have to leave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, emergency. Get out of here. Yeah. You know, you're talking about how she's annoying, and I agree. In the previous episodes, I didn't really find her to be that annoying. But tonight, oh, well, because last week we had this entire parenting situation where she said, listen, they still do need you. And we had Daniel and he did need her. And we even had Emily who needed her dad to cry on his shoulder or Margot who needed Victoria for the moment. Whatever it is, we saw a lot of that. So I do think that there is a time and a place and no matter how old the kid is, it's still nice to have their parent around. That being said, he's sitting there very clearly saying, listen, mom, I'm an adult. I'm going to make this decision. Like, butt out and she then goes to David to talk about it it's just so going over his head I I didn't understand and then I felt like were any of you guys questioning if David was going to maybe say something mean to Emily then or take this woman's advice or did you guys just think he was going to be on Emily's side the whole time um I thought he would just be on Emily's side I mean I I feel like he hasn't ever really chosen uh, except for Victoria, when he was kind of choosing her over Emily for a little bit there. Um, I, and actually, can I interject in my ADD head, just thought of, should we be calling her Amanda now? I mean, she's now Amanda to everyone else. And there's no faux Amanda anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, didn't she just make this speech, like, three episodes ago, that she doesn't feel comfortable ever being Amanda? 
I don't know. Didn't let's let's give it an episode before we... Well, yeah, because <laughs> remember in the previews, Nolan said hashtag Amanda or hashtag Emily. Right. So... It's like ship wars, but, then but she with said, one person. But then she said Emily Thorne is no more or something like that. Yeah, but, you know, it was like a closing, a closing piece tonight. They said something about Emily was made to do one thing. Emily Thorne wasn't built for good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she wasn't built for good. She was built to clear her dad's name. And... She did that. So now, is that because of that statement alone? Is that why we're comfortable ditching the name Emily? And now she is capable of embodying a different person? Because tonight, we actually saw her do things that were really strange to watch Emily do, but maybe wouldn't be strange to watch Amanda do. Like what? Like, for example, when she goes and meets Ben's brother, and they're chilling and having a beer. Like, that is such a typical woman not Emily thing to do. Hey, this is my boyfriend. I'm going to go meet his brother and kick it and have a beer and get dirt on his past because that's what normal people do. And that's what she did. Like, that's something that Roxy Stryer would do. Roxy Stryer, well, minus having a boyfriend because <laughs> that hasn't happened. But if she did, if I was dating somebody, I would go meet the brother. <laughs> and then when I met the brother, I would be like, ooh, tell me childhood stories. Like, that's a typical thing people do. <laughs> Emily's never done that because... She don't care. Her, yeah. her ex is Aiden. What is she going to do? Like, yo, Aiden's brother, tell me about him. This is well, so funny. remember Aiden's sister was, like, in captivity yeah. and then right. killed or whatever. Right, that was so Emily. So they, they shared the same kind of backgrounds where neither of them wanted to really talk about their backgrounds, Absolutely, I and that was very Emily's character. Mm-hmm. Emily would never go meet a guy who was a cop meet his brother and have a beer. Well, if you remember earlier in the season, she when she tried to go on her first date with Ben, they she, met for a beer. And she hit him. And then, yeah. So, all right, let, let me just be clear about something. Are you guys weirded out by the fact that Emily drinks beer? Is that, no, like, the case? No, it's just like, the, you know, she's always been kind of like... She had a beer before, too. Had I took a whiskey girl. <laughs> you know, she's always had this persona, you know what I mean? This Emily Thorne is, you know... Behind closed doors, she's, you know, exacting revenge on all these people. But in front, she's... And I feel like her wardrobe has changed. I'm sorry. I'm, like, so... Like, so ADD. I can't stick to one. So bad. But then the sweater looked, like, did not... It was ill-fitting, too. Like, the necklace, like you said, was beautiful. But she get that off the rack? I mean... (laughs) But the sweater was, like, ill-fitting. And she wore the same thing to see Jack and then later to see the brother, which, like... That's not her. Like, she changes. She's always wearing, like, nice, fancy stuff. Or or her black hoodie, which we see no more of. Right? So I don't feel like she is Emily anymore. So I feel like her coming out as Amanda is the kind of girl who grabs a beer with her brother, with her boyfriend's brother. Yeah. Like, it's just very different. So we do see her, and I, I feel like she is trying to be what she would consider normal. Her boyfriend, Ben, is being promoted, and he's now a detective. And so they're going to celebrate. So I figured, ooh, now that she is this other normal person, she's going to want to celebrate with her boyfriend. But no, she just... (laughs) She didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, if that's not sending a clear message, like, you got promoted, it was a big night for you, I didn't come, and I was with my ex. Well, can we even call Jack her ex? My ex from when I was a little girl. And my one true love. My one true love. No. My. Uh, I'm just kidding. Because yeah, you I think guess. it's Daniel still. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just. 
it, you think that sent a message or it's not loud and clear? Well, enough? it's not like she just didn't show up. It's that she didn't show up and everyone in the world saw her, or at least everyone in the Hamptons, whatever, saw her on TV with Jack doing this other thing. So it was like, sorry, Ben, you are not as important as having Jack here to support. Because I bet you, like he said, you know, open up to me. Ben was saying, like, open up to me. I want to be there for you. If she would have said, look, I really want to do this. I want to come out and tell everyone that I'm Amanda Clark. Will you be by my side? You guys know for a fact that he would drop his party and go be with her. But because she didn't ask him and she didn't, you know, she chose Jack to kind of be there instead, it's like sending an even bigger message to him, I feel like. Right. I just don't understand why she had to do it at that moment. Yeah. I know she was trying to clear her ex-boyfriend Daniel's name. I guess because that it was supposed to be, because that wing was supposed to be named after Daniel. I guess that's the only reason why it kind of made sense. But it wasn't. So why couldn't she have the next day called CNN and been like, Let's do this. Because they're not a network anymore. (laughs) Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Called whoever she wanted. She could have been called... She could have called the most whack magazine, and it still would have blown up into a huge story. Yeah. She could have given the story to Le Marchal. If she wants to actually make peace with them, and she wants to actually do something good for Margot, let her have that huge hit. Well, but, like, every press outlet was there. Yeah, it's true, but I don't feel like it had to be that moment considering it wasn't being named after Daniel. If it was being named after him and she was like, I know all of you naysayers out there are sitting here thinking they're naming this after somebody who doesn't deserve it, but let me tell you the truth. But it's because it wasn't being named after him, because they refused to name it after him, because his, you know, his name was shouted and... Tarnished. Yeah. That's why. It had to be that moment. Do you think that they possibly will name it after him now? Maybe. And only if Victoria coughs up the money. The $40 million Who coughs up the just money? she has $40 million lying around to donate. Well, she just got that from the from I know. Conrad's parents. So, yeah, she got mad money again. No, no more problems with the money. You guys, I was just, on a side note, I'm sorry to take us over here, but I was just watching The Tudors, and I forgot Henry Cherney was in that, with the worst British accent. So it really made me sad. Because yeah, you're obsessed with him. You miss him on the show. I'm obsessed with Conrad. Yeah. Like, That's true. Yeah. We, we um, need a Conrad flashback soon. We yeah. Or we need him to pull, uh, what's the girl's name who comes back all the time from the dead? Uh, Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> we or we could have Lydia. Conrad come in, or Henry come in and play Conrad for you in person. And I would pee on myself. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Everybody should tweet at him and make him come in. Do uh, it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what should our hashtag be? Get Conrad to ABTV. Too long. You guys think about it. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what the hashtag should be and then start doing it. Speaking of which, when you guys are reaching out to us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV, you can also use the hashtag ABTVRevenge. We check that and we see what you guys have to say. So make sure you hashtag in that. Okay, so she doesn't go to this party. Meanwhile, Ben is feeling pretty excited. He's with his brother. He's not really caring about where Emily is, but the brother seems to be way more on to Emily than even Ben is. Do we think that the brother knows something or is somebody that we aren't fully aware of yet, or is he just intuitive? Well, you know, Ben missed that moment where Jack kind of peed all over his territory. Speaking of peeing... um, Mm -hmm. 
With when the woman the, at the door. When she asked, yeah, how do you want... When the brother asked how Emily wanted his, her meat cooked, right? Yeah. Saying. Asked Emily how, how you want... How she wants her meat cooked, and Jack answered for her. That's mm. something a boyfriend does. Yeah. You know? Well, that is true. Why did he do that? Because to, he was like, mine. Mm-hmm. I know her. I maybe know her better. A, maybe it was a reflex. <laughs> okay. Well, all the more reason... I thought it was weird. <laughs> it yeah. was weird. Like, I have tons of really close guy friends that probably would know... That thing, but they wouldn't Jump say in. it if somebody asked me. You know what I mean? Like, so I agree with you. I think he was trying to like not not just somebody. Her boyfriend's b- brother, yeah, right. who he who knows. he's already pissed because she's with Ben, right? And, so and the brother was very gracious to him. He's like, "Oh, Porter, I've heard so much about you." You know, and. And mm-hmm. Jack's just in the door, like, like I'm awkward. I'm not coming. Yeah, in. like it's kind of like slunk around the side of the door jam. Like, yeah. I'm right. not gonna show myself. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. I resent this situation. Yeah, something that's getting a little brushed over is the fact that Ben actually is detective now. How do we think that will change any of the storyline now that he's more involved in the cop? world like now that he has more power or what do we think that that will be used to help emily hurt emily help the rest of the gang hurt the rest of the gang? well i have a prediction about that but, <gasps> so uh, you're gonna have to save it no nah, i mean we can talk about it now okay yeah go ahead uh, i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait it's not that good um it's probably better as conversation than as a prediction anyway but uh obviously emily coming out as amanda he's probably gonna that's what his whole becoming detective was about was this case right so so you think he's gonna lose that and then come after her as you know it's gonna be his own revenge and and can i just say can i just say okay go ahead and react to that well just like his own revenge as in he's gonna go train with someone like takeda and actually attack her or his revenge like he's gonna put a whoopee cushion under her seat no no, not like a whoopee well come on like margo just had her revenge and whatever you know like everybody's gonna be going off into their own revenge cycle how important was detective to him very that's all he talked about i think he's gonna lose his detective shield and and that's going to murder his soul plus the whole thing with jack you know, is this what you think's gonna happen, or what you want to happen? No, is his soul I, being murdered? <laughs> Listen, his soul being crushed will be nothing to me. But <laughs> but between the whole Jack thing and it losing Detective, I think that's gonna you know he's gonna come after the whole group. Yeah, I could see that. What do you think about it, Christina? Um, I mean, I, it's hard because when my first reaction, my first thought when you when you asked the question was, well, she is now. Amanda trying to steer away from the revengeiness, illegalness that she's been doing. So I don't think it would really affect his detective status. But barring the whole situation that just happened with Jack and her announcement and leaving him high and dry, and I think their relationship might suffer. And like you said, with the case that basically that's what he was building to to get to detective... Now I'm kind of, you know, retracting my original thought and thinking that that might be possible that he, they'll end up breaking up, he'll end up losing his detective, well, that losing the detective shield will probably happen first and then they'll break up and then he'll be trying to out all of the secrets that he now knows about her. So let's go down this path for a second. If he does decide to seek revenge on her, he won't be alone in trying to take her down. There's a whole other squad right now who's trying to take her down, and that's the P.I. and kind of Margot and White Gold. 
whoever. Courtney Love, who looks mm-hmm. horrible. That was bizarre. Truly bizarre. I don't know how much more she's going to have to do with the show, but anyway. Uh, they're all trying to attack, too. So, do we think that maybe he would join forces with this team, or just somehow they'll, they will cra- uh, path cross, uh, cross paths? Couldn't <laughs> well, get that Well, he out knows there. about the P.I., but does he know about White Gold? I don't. No. Does Emily even know about White Gold? No, I don't think so, but if he starts looking, he is a cop, he has resources, if he starts looking for ways to take her down, he's going to run into other people who are trying to take her down, inevitably. True. So, you know, he might not have to go about this alone, and there are strength in numbers, and if he does team up with them, it only will take so many pieces for them to finally... Well, I, what does she have to lose now, though, at this point? They can't out her. Yeah. She's been outed. She outed herself. I mean, I guess really the only way... Well, they kind of alluded to it in the previews was about, you know, she has so much blood on her hands or whatever. You know, and they were showing all of the people's faces being crossed out. The red marker. With Which, by the way, I just, like, put two and two together. Lydia's face was one of the ones that they showed. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> at that Hawaiian, at the please. company party when they're all in the Hawaiian. If you know it's coming. If she comes back, oh my gosh. You know and it's Treadwell, coming. Treadwell, Treadwell, Mason. It's like a running joke yeah. with fans at this point. It's happening. I mean. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. She'll uh, come back and she'll be like on Emily's side or something. I want to get you guys more of your opinion on this PI though, because Phil and I talked about it a little bit last week, but he seems so much more invested in taking down Emily than Margot does. What is his angle here? Like, what connection does he have to Le Marchal that is so much stronger that he feels completely obliged to take down Emily, even if Margot decides to pull back? In the real world, I would say it probably has to do with money. And, you know, he was thinking that by doing this, he would get paid so much. And now she's saying no and he wants his money. But because it's revenge world, he obviously, or at least I think, he's going to have some other connection somehow to wanting to take down Emily that doesn't revolve or, or that doesn't involve Margot at all. But it just so happened that he... Well, no, it probably didn't just so happen that she hired him, but, you know, he was somehow, he's somehow involved. That's, that's what I'm trying to get out. Anna, what are you thinking about him? <laughs> Can I be honest? I don't really know why Margot's so invested in the revenge to begin with. I, I don't, cause I don't know if you remember, but she basically hated Daniel up until the night he died. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't hate him. She was pregnant with his child, found out he cheated on her, hated him, forgave him, and in that moment of forgiveness, he was coming to her, and he died. But did you ever feel like she was really in love with him? I mean, I felt like they were more like business partners. I felt like she thought she was in love with him. Now, did that look like love to me? No. But I think that, especially once you lose somebody... Your memories transform into a, in a very different way, and I think that the more she sat and thought about it, and the more she thinks he's been wronged, and all of these things, it's like the only thing she had left to hang on to him is is uh, saving his name and all of these things and the baby, and now she's lost the baby, and then she lost, uh, loses a hospital wing, and everything keeps failing. The one thing she thinks she can do is take down Emily and out her as Amanda, but now Amanda outed herself, so it's like. Every little step she takes, I feel like, keeps getting smashed in our face. So I don't know if it is 100% just about him anymore. It's kind of just about losing. 
Yeah, okay. I agree. Okay. okay, I can buy losing. But she's that, that's the kind she's of person a, a she is, <laughs> right? And I yeah. feel like I agree with you, Roxy, that she thought she was in love, but I think that she's kind of like not. I don't even want to. I don't know if cold is really like the right word, but she's kind of just so cold that I don't know if she really knows what real love is. Because remember, her dad was always not really there for her and not really loving and I don't remember what the deal with her mom was. Well, even if you think about her first scene that we see her in when she just like strips naked for Daniel and for Jack. Oh for I thought it was for Daniel when he was with I thought that was at like the at Nolan's uh, 4th of July party or something. No, in the office when she goes to see Daniel and he's still with Emily and she takes off all her clothes and he's well, like, she's done what? this a couple times yeah because yeah. didn't they hook up when they were like 16 or something yeah yeah and he's like oh put your clothes back on i'm with somebody i just think that she has a very weird way of showing affection too yeah um but to me it's so much more than just being about daniel at this point um and so i understand kind of why she's so attached but she seems to be letting go a little bit this pi i'm confused why he's so invested there must be something i don't know yeah. Because yeah. he's really, really involved. And now we've got this whole other thing with white gold. Any thoughts on white gold? Or, or I mean, was she, they hired her to do the killing or to shoot Emily or to take down Emily somehow? I don't really get it because she's like, <laughs> oh, my anonymity is very important to me. And now that you know who I am, there's a big problem. Sounds like a rapper. Like, yo, I'm white gold. It sounds like a James Bond movie. It's very silly. That's true. That's- sounds like, yeah, just really dumb. I mean, <laughs> and I- then just, I'm sorry, Courtney Love. Okay, I get it. You're a grungy rocker girl, but can't you wash your hair? <laughs> like, her hair always looks so disgusting. I know. We gotta figure they're going somewhere with this, though. They can't just introduce her yeah. and not have her character be seen again or have any involvement. There is some big connection here that I think we're missing, and I am excited to figure it out, but until then, I can't really invest myself in the story. Right I don't now. know. I feel like they bring in people and lose them all the time. I mean, But this just is like, a big name. But so is Ferrari. I mean, maybe Ferrari just wanted, like, they sponsored the episode and, like, maybe. they just were like, we need a big name in this. How about Courtney Love? Great. That's like, a very good point. I mean, I, honestly, I'm not trying to make a joke right now. You guys know this is true. I fast-forwarded this part because I thought that it was a commercial for Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. And no. then I had to rewind. That really happened. <laughs> so like, we, were, that, we were like, whoa, we missed so much. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I saw her. I saw it. And I'm like, all right, moving forward. Um, so that really could be it. But I, I think she will have more to do. I just am not exactly sure yet. Only time will tell. Let's talk about what is going on here with the, what is probably my favorite character on the show right now, which would be Louise. She's so good. She's so good. I don't know if it's because I think that the actress is so talented or that just that the role is different, but I love her character and I love her relationship with Nolan up until tonight's episode where we find out about this whole pity party that he's having for her. Mm -hmm. So what exactly, what changed? Nolan's hair. (laughs) <laughs> I set that. you up so perfectly. Yeah, you really one. did. All right, for you guys that didn't notice, which I don't, I, it would be a little hard to. He was blonde, and then he was brunette, and then he was back to being blonde again in this episode, and then he was a brunette again. Baffling. Yeah, watch the episode again if you missed it. His hair was so dark in some scenes. It was. Are we chalking that up to lighting? Or are we really? No, thinking? no, no. I think he definitely like dyed it. 
But I didn't see it go back to blonde in the episode. I felt like it was just darker in some scenes than others. I don't know. It really looked blonde again to me. And and some scene when he was in the club. It, it, yeah. Some scenes. It well, maybe a it's just a later. beach club and it's light out. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. No, no, no. No, but then why was it so dark in the others? No. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and Nolan, who has always been one of my favorite characters, too. So presumably the two of them together would make a great team. What? What's that face? <laughs> This show has just gotten so so soap opery, mm. you know? know, like so much. It's what if it's his evil twin? Huh? <laughs> you know what I was wondering? You went there. I did. You went there. I did. When they were in the kitchen, and like she went up to him before she like made the mention of the baby or whatever, and you know he went over and hugged her, and I should have gone with you, Bola. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, I understand that they're. The original plan to get married was, like he said, to liberate her from her family. But I'm like, okay, but she wants to stay in this marriage and have a family. But, I mean, are you never going to do it? Like, you're just going to be fine with, like, never having sex the rest of your life and just living with this guy? And Or would she be having sex with other people? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. And that's why I was like, okay, well, he's too afraid to tell her about this guy that he's talking with, but they're not doing it, I don't think. I mean, I don't think they're sleeping together. There were never, right, there was never any, you know, hints at that. So I was just like kind of confused about the whole like relationship in general. Like, what is she? Obviously, we know she wants more out of it than he does. I just think she really cares about him. And so in her mind, I really care about him. He would make a good dad. Let's adopt a kid. I don't think she's really thinking long term. I think she's just thinking like, this is what I want. I like him. He treats me well. He's one of the only people who's ever treated me well. Think about her whole family and what they've done to her. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say is I feel like aside from her dad, who she's always said was very sweet to her and whatnot, but... He's probably the first guy that she's been able to trust and feel like he's genuine, genuinely cares about her. Right. And so she's like, oh, okay, he's perfect. I'm done. And I want to get your whole opinion on the situation. Um, no, I, I have similar feelings and thoughts. Um, I think that she feels uh, cared for and protected by him. And um, I think she's desperate for a family. And, uh, and you know, Nolan seems... Good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Like you guys are saying, when you don't have that stable family of your own, the first thing most people want to do is create one. And and I do think that she has a good heart and that she will be able to do this. And a lot of the things that Victoria was saying saying to her, like, listen, you're being lied to. You have a good heart. Those were true things. It was just coming from somebody who has also been lying to her, so it wasn't really valid. Um, but I, I want to see her happy and I want to see her succeed. Yeah. And what Nolan is doing to her is kind of sad. He says he's at the club. Really, we know he's out with Tony. She sees that in, I don't know, whatever. Le Marchal posted it. Uh, who knows what actually posted it? Yeah. Go what, ahead. No, no, that's it. I, I, I like I like Tony for Nolan. I feel like I that he is going to make him accountable. I like that he is really for I. I feel like not a lot of people say no to Nolan. Mm. Um, so I like that Tony's drawn a line in the sand and been like, you give me a call when you're ready to be honest, mister. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, so you have a little bit of a different feeling on... I just don't really care about Tony at all, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could care less if he comes or goes. 
Um, she feels about Tony like I feel about Ben. Exactly. We established that. That's why this show is so great. We all have our own opinions on our own characters. Mm, yes. <laughs> I honestly kind of don't really feel like Tony will come back into the picture. Oh, you think it, it was that short of a stint? Yeah. No, I, I think he'll be back at some point because I think Nolan's got to figure his crap out. Nolan ended his marriage for Tony, I think. Mm. I, I don't know. I think he <laughs> ended it because he realized that they wanted completely different things out of it. Yeah. That yeah. she was kind of going towards the serious route. And he didn't want to get, not in a bad way, but he didn't want to get, like, roped in to something like having a child and then realizing later, like, well, now I can't leave. I have a child with her. Right. You know? Right. Let's get into predictions so we can talk about where we think it's going. <laughs> Now, you're after Buzz TV. So we could talk about where we think it's going. Typically, that is what predictions do and are for. Uh, specifically, on this Tony matter, I think it's really, really interesting because he did end things. Now he is single, and we are creating more and more enemies. We talk about what just happened and um, what could be going on with Ben, but the other person we really could be pissing off here is Louise, and she's scary. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's what I was going to say earlier, is that now that whole pool scene, I felt like she's like, you have no idea what she's going to do. Right. Like, she could flip the switch and be standing over him with a cleaver. You know what I mean? Like, psycho style. And she also knows where this thumb drive is that takes down Nolan, and Victoria's looking for it, Margot's looking for it. If she wants to mess with Nolan, she actually is one of the few people who has the ability to do so right now. And messing with Nolan messes with Emily, and messing with Emily messes with Jack. So maybe that's what that preview was about when Emily was like, do you realize what you've done to me or something like I forget what exactly she said but it was something like you know do you realize what you've done by doing this or and we couldn't figure out who she was talking to but it looked like her team that she was talking to I don't know what are you guys other predictions for uh, I guess it's not next week it's the week after I think I think Kevin is bad news and I think he actually has Mm -hmm. uh, an agenda a rev agenda I can't say that word um (laughs) Against Ben. I, I think he has something to prove against Ben. Against oh, his own Kevin, brother. Kevin's yeah, the brother. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a sibling rivalry from the past? Mm-hmm. Something. Down. I don't know. I'm not sure. I just met him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe by trying to take down Ben, he tries to take down Emily. I'm telling you, these are all people that are... We're, they're about to get attacked. That's why, you guys, that's why you can't leave your house, you know? You make relationships <laughs> with people that everyone gets hurt. We should all be bubble people. That's sure. right. I agree. Yeah. Christina, any last predictions? I don't, I really just don't know what's gonna happen. Obviously, we know somebody releases something that implicates Amanda, Emily in, you know, whatever may be her past problems or something like that. So I just don't really know who it's gonna be. And, but I agree with all of you that the PI's got, has, has there's gotta be ulterior motives there. Kevin, I think there's some sort of ulterior motive. Cause nobody ever comes into revenge and is just like, Hey, I'm a nice person, and I'm just joining the cast for a couple episodes. There's always something, you know, to go with it. So we'll see. I agree with that. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining the Revenge Panel tonight. If everybody wants to talk to you throughout the week and discuss what's going on or the next two weeks, where can everyone find you? Christina Kaplan. Again, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. On a couple. You can follow me at Koppel for me or K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. 
And you guys can find me at Roxy Star. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com. Make sure you're using the hashtag ABTVRevenge on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Leave us that thumbs up, that five star, all the comments. We love reading what you guys have to say. It makes this show great for us. So we will see you in two weeks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.